0: This episode was helped brought to you by our newest sponsor, Kelowna Brewing Company. They're a brewery out there in Eastern Iowa. So if you're in the area, make sure to stop by Kelowna and check out their brewery. Great food at the restaurant there, great beer, obviously. If you're in the Midwest, check out any V's. i believe they carry the six packs and they have different types of flavors so you guys are going to want to you know definitely try that out and i think throughout this whole process fishing kid and myself for beer fish fanatics we're going to be doing some giveaways here and there if you guys can go ahead and tag us here and there with your clona beer so other than that enjoy the episode guys welcome to another episode of beer fish fanatics this is grandy with my pop fishing we got kit with the fishing kit youtube channel <clears throat> and today we have um leslie deverell um, she I, i'm super excited to have her on because number one uh she started this foundations called uh, heroes outdoor therapy and we're gonna learn a little bit more about that uh she's a combat engineer u.s marine yep. correct
1: Correct.
0: And and I, and I heard one of your other episodes before that. Okay. So you're always Marine. You're not technically a veteran. You're you're always a veteran. You're you're always a Marine for life. Correct. Right. (laughs) There we go. And she's also an MC for the cat master. So we definitely want to learn a little bit more about that. So that's kind of cool. So thank you so much for joining
2: us, Leslie.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for coming on.
1: Definitely.
2: (laughs) And quick shout out. To
0: our sponsor, uh, Kelowna Brewing Company. Uh, I'm doing the Aloha Iowa beer, um, pineapple Belgian ale style ale. That's okay, what I doing. got I got a drink too, but it's a little bit different this time. <laughs> so so in case everybody's listening or wondering uh kit's a little bit under the weather he's toughening it out i mean he's you know i was he he was like not feeling good all week he's like oh shit can he make it through i go man suck it up buttercup and he's 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 here he's gonna he's gonna handle Uh, this uh podcast episode with us leslie
2: all right so i got myself a soybean drink (laughs) (laughs) oh boy non-alcoholic today (laughs) leslie what you got
1: you know oh well i have wine because i don't drink beer <laughs> it's
0: all good all good it, it it goes down the same so there you go cheers and cheers, I'm trying cheers. To
1: keep it pg so i'm not going to bring out the jack daniels <laughs>
0: oh, wow no that's one thing we we tell all our guests it's pg-13 all right so i mean we, we we try to cut out all the uh the the rated r stuff we we keep it pg-13 it's okay <laughs>
1: This All is right. OnlyFans, so I'll stick to the wine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So as I mentioned before, um, I really wanted to get you on because I really, I'm a big proponent of, you know, veterans and everything on that. So, and, you know, you starting this foundation, because I, I, ran, I ran across your page, you know, a while back, actually, and then. I heard you on um cast kings podcast also yeah. and you know i was just like you know it'd be so cool it's just the the, the kind of you know get you on because we were actually on the the, the cast King podcast also and i was just talking to um nikki and i was just like you know what leslie would be pretty badass you know to have her on because i want her to talk a little bit more about heroes outdoor therapy so can you start from the beginning a little bit about your background and how that all started by chance
1: Right. So as you mentioned, I was a veteran in the Marine Corps combat engineer. Um, I served in Iraq in 2004. And the way that I came to start my nonprofit was just because when I came back from Iraq, I had issues with PTSD and just adjusting back to the civilian way of things. And unfortunately, I didn't have a positive um, hobby or something to like transfer all that ptsd you know the depression the anxiety all that stuff and i would just drink a lot and that took a toll on my family so my husband kind of gave me the ultimatum of okay girl you got to get your life together or you got to leave and at wow. the time i worked in eight to four job, so i was pretty much stuck thinking okay like what's going to keep me out of the bar scene at night mm-hmm. and i stuck to night fishing and because <clears throat> I had to learn to night fish. Catfishing is one of the predominant things that we have here in Susquehanna with flatheads. So we pretty much like taught ourselves how to become really good um, catfishing anglers. And um, I love that it actually was a positive outlet for me. Um, It was keeping me out of the bar scenes. It was, you know, bringing my husband and I together. And I wanted to look for other veterans that were finding similar forms of therapy in the outdoors. So I took to social media just trying to find different veterans and I found out that a lot of the nonprofits, especially smaller ones, they would pay for veterans to um attend events, but a lot of times they wouldn't pay for travel expenses. So I wanted to bridge that gap and um I started Heroes Outdoor Therapy as a form of bridging the gap between um veterans that couldn't afford travel and nonprofits that were actually doing events for veterans um and then now into our 5th year we actually um start started doing our own hunting trips as well as our own fishing excursions and wow. various other events mm. so that's and, pretty much how heroes outdoor therapy started
0: yeah and you know for our listeners and and watchers um you guys gotta check out her social media page because her catfish that she catches, they're enormous. So
1: I know I, I tell people I catfish, and I kind of have to emphasize that I trophy catfish because a lot of people are used to like um, like small channel cats or just like farm um, catfishing in ponds, and then when they realize that I like catch monsters, <laughs> how they yeah. say it,
0: and and yes, yeah.
1: like, oh, you like catfish for monsters. <laughs>
0: It, you know because this this guy right here fishing kid uh he really got me into catfishing the last couple of years like 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 you're just saying like really getting into catfish and then slowly moving towards like you're just saying trophy catfish so we i mean we just got back from i mean we can we tell, we went to kansas just recently and he got me on um the blue cats down there uh my very very first one was was a 30 plus pound one so catching that uh-huh. off the catching that one off the kayak like I said And then I was just and then I saw your picture it's like man that shit ain't even close to to what <laughs> she's catching I, I'm like an am, way 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 amateur
1: so. well I am one, so it's not hard to make
0: oh oh no. you're cutting out I'm sorry Leslie are you there kind of there we go we can hear okay. you there we go, now there, we we go. Right? <laughs> there we go dang internet I know
1: <laughs> If freeze if i freeze then i'll stop talking um but a lot of it now um so take it back a little bit as i was looking for other veterans that like to do what i do i found a veteran down in alabama actually in georgia that liked to catfish <laughs> and he invited me about four years ago to fish a tournament in alabama in like january it was 17 degrees out it was freezing um, it was my first tournament, and I lost the big fish. Oh, so I've never yeah. been able to live that one down, but that's what propelled me into the tournament world.
2: But Yeah, we we I I've never dabbled into the tournament fishing scene, but you know I've been I've been fishing for catfish for I don't know basically all my life, and I guess I've been kind of serious into it the last few years.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: um, I don't mean I don't catch like fish where I got to hold it up here (laughs) I don't don't get me wrong I'm trying but I feel like um well it's it's better nowadays but like catfishing some people like don't respect it I feel like
1: yeah uh, they kind of frown upon it until like especially with the cat masters now um we're trying to like launch it into more of a mainstream um platform and a lot of people get surprised just that uh the amount of money it pays out and how like professional we're trying to make it so yeah i totally get that they're like you're fishing for bottom feeders <laughs> yeah
2: but uh i don't know we just we just gotta spread the word man catfish are awesome I yeah agree. definitely <laughs> have you ever kayak fish at all leslie
1: i haven't well i mean i did one time um just for bass but i haven't okay. kayak fish anything serious now. Right. i've wanted to but it seems like I do. I, I'm dabbling in hunting also and I like to try different
0: Oh, no. Frozen.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: sorry. Cutting in and <laughs> um, out. I'm sorry. I think uh, you the were words saying, we
1: cut off. Um,
2: uh, you were talking about hunting and how you're dabbling into new things. Yeah.
1: Right. So I always end up buying all the gear for it and <laughs> I told my husband I wanted to kayak fish and he's like uh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, that really expensive as well
0: (laughs) yes uh but i'm telling you once you catch that first fish off the kayak it's just an addiction that i just you can't explain uh and then once you start catching big fish off the kayak oh man it's 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 just another uh it's it's obviously it's very different than a boat because these big fish they take you for a, a sleigh ride so it's, it's <laughs> different. So, you know, when you're, when you're on a regular boat, you're just, right. you know, you're situated right there. It's not going to pull
2: you that hard, but when All you're right,
1: on a well, catfish, pull you in. Yeah. 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 It's,
2: it's my favorite way to catch catfish hands down. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, if so I what... had one choice, that'd be it kayaking for them.
1: So what is your biggest fish that you two have caught on your kayak?
0: It it was that one down in Kansas. I literally caught that a couple of weeks ago uh, when he took me down to uh, the lake down there in Kansas, and it was it was about thirty five plus. I mean, you can't wait when you're on a kayak. I mean, I don't know how
2: how you this, can this, wait. This, yeah. this number keeps getting bigger every time I hear this story.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, it was, it was thirty plus. All right, we'll we'll leave it at that. It
2: was thirty plus. Yeah, I think I think mine's about that thirty pound range too. So
1: right. Yeah, I thought I caught a thirty. 30- I believe it was like a 32 pound carp once. Mm. <laughs> that <Nice>. was fun. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's a it's surprising how big like a fish is as far as the weight goes. Like you look at a fish, 20 pounds, but then you weigh it like, oh, it's only 10. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I guess also, especially if you're in a kayak and you have to pick it up, it's not like you're on the ground. I I get a lot of my strength um from my legs. So, a lot of the times when you see me hold up these trophy catfish for pictures, I do a countdown and I'm like, all right, guys, one, two, three, I'm like (laughs) counting down because they're happy to hold up. So, I can't even imagine on a kayak doing it because you're just using that leverage of your upper body.
2: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Upper (laughs) body strength.
2: (laughs) Well, what you can do is just drag them up and then you just basically they just sit in your lap and you get totally messy. Which oh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure you're used to anyways, so whatever.
0: <laughs> it's the slime. You gotta love the slime, man. That's the be- that's the best.
1: Exactly. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I went to Montauk for my first bluefin tuna fishing. Ooh. And I had like a turquoise like windbreaker jacket, and I had blood all over it, and I'm like. That's like a rite of passage to me to get like blood and stains and all that. I don't, I don't want it looking pretty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that reminds me. During our trip, we ran into town. This was after after we fished in the morning, had catfish slime all over my shorts. We walked into Walmart and people were looking at me. I'm like, yeah, why do people keep looking at me? Then I went to the restroom and looked down in my pants was like, oh, slime.
1: <laughs> yeah catfish slime is something else though you pretty much just have to have catfishing clothing um you can wash it a couple times but i try to just stick to the same gear for (laughs)
2: that's
0: awesome um now i mean with with um heroes outdoor therapy do you take i mean do you do events do you do you take veterans you know to go catfishing for these trophy fish or anything or what what do you do in regards to that
1: um so as far as catfishing, um, right now we sponsor a fishing, a veteran fishing team. Mm-hmm. Um, we spon- our season just started for, we sponsor them for the cat masters trail and our season just started, um, last month we have six, um, tournaments. And then at the end of it, they do basically like the Bassmasters, like a classic. Mm-hmm. And last year the veteran team that we sponsored is made up of five veterans. Um, one of them's a female and the rest of are male and the team made it to second place. Hmm. So that was really exciting. Um, their first tournament they fished, they didn't do so well. So (laughs) it's going to be trying to play a catch up game this season. They
0: they needed you. That's why. Hello.
1: (laughs) No, not anymore. I, you know what, after I did the tournaments, I kind of figured out that I love fishing for fun. I don't really like tournament fishing. I might actually tournament fish. Um, I'm going to be heading out to Oklahoma um, for a job that I have. And then I'm going to um, Helena, Arkansas. Mm.
2: Um,
1: and I have some time to kill. So I might actually last minute sign up for um, the Cabela's King cat tournament that they have out there next weekend. Cool. Um, but otherwise I like to fish for fun. I, I like. I like emceeing tournaments. I like the interview aspect of it. There's less pressure on me, and I still get to be around stuff that I enjoy Mm -hmm. and kind of just sit back and watch everybody else stress out. (laughs) Yeah, I was
2: going to say, it's a lot of pressure in the tournament.
1: Right, right. Um, I did attend for the first time um, the Bassmaster Classic in Texas. Um, What was it, like two months ago?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I got to go for the first time, and that kind of was really awesome to see i was like oh wait i want to do this and i came home and i told my husband i'm like i want to start bass fishing i mean i do it for fun here and there you know i've caught big bass but never anything that i've committed time to like i do for catfishing and it's just like okay like here's another thing <laughs> she wants to do and sandy um she did the kayak portion for um cast king she mm-hmm. entered um she's one of the Cass King pro-, pro anglers and she did um the kayak per- portion for the bass masters. I was like, he was the only female. And I was like, wait, why is it there are more females doing this?
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing. Cause okay. I have four daughters. So, and, and I really want them to get into fishing and, in, but I, you know, I want them to enjoy it. Obviously I'm not just going to push it on them, but you're right. I wish there was more females that are in, you know, the tournament scene. I think, I think there is, it's, it's um, you're seeing more and more and more. And right. um. Hopefully, it'll it'll just keep building up. But no, I mean, I I think there should be.
1: I know. I always kind of get not offended, but maybe a little bit offended when people are like, oh, do you like hold like the bat? You know, the chicks that are like the bra, fish bras and they're like naked B- holding the fish bikini
0: B- <laughs> what is it called is it bikini fisher
1: i don't know like, something, like,
0: something like that yeah bikini I fishermen know, women i know in yeah. the
1: gun world they call them gun bunnies i don't know what they're <laughs> in the fishing world
0: <laughs> i think it is i think it's called a uh, bikini fisher women or bikini fishermen know, or something but like that
1: florida, i'm not gonna lie i've done that in florida because it's really hot so you <laughs> can't do that when you're catfishing i'm sorry No. About looking cute when you're catfishing.
0: (laughs) Very true, and you know that that's one thing that I think catfishing uh, doesn't get a good reputation because a lot of people just think, "What? You're just gonna go out there and throw a hot dog and catch a fish, or go out there and throw chicken liver and you're gonna
1: catch a a lot of technique to catch trophy fish.
2: It's 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 not glamorous. It is not glamorous. No, No. I remember
1: (laughs) when I was first learning, I would sit for hours and hours. Sometimes I'd go a whole night and get skunked. And I would come home crying and my husband would be like, what are you crying for? I'm <laughs> like, I sat there all night. I didn't catch one single fish. But I mean, that's what it's about. You have to learn like where to fish on the river, what their, their current. I literally had them down to like, I'd be like, okay, at eight o'clock they're running and then they run at 11 then they run at three o'clock in the morning. Like you have their patterns down pretty much mm. when you're like really into it, I guess. <laughs>
0: No, you're, no, you're, you're spot on because, you know, like I said, I just started getting into it because of this guy. And then a couple of our friends here, uh, they have YouTube channels and, you know, they're really into trophy catfish, you know, flatheads and everything, or, and and just trophy. And they're just, you know, little pointers here. And they're just kind of, when I'm talking to them, I mean, like you're just saying, they know, you know, the way the wind is blowing, these guys know, you know, when the temperature of the water is right, the time of day, all that
1: their um barometric pressure and everything affects them yeah.
0: yeah i mean yeah yeah you guys they jot down everything in journals and shit i'm just like man yeah, they have,
1: we have apps for that my husband has an app that like when we um catch a fish you know of course you mark it, but you're like what rig if you had bait what bait you were using what the temperature was everything <laughs> yeah. it's like a science
0: see let's see that, and, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand who you know guys well, yeah, cafe you just Aren't you just throwing, you know, stink bait out there? And that's it. I go, there's a little bit more to it than just that. So who knew she froze? Hopefully. Okay. There All right. We we're back. We're back.
1: <laughs> so we're saying it's a science. It really is. Fishing isn't just like throwing. Well, I don't know. My four-year-old gets lucky, but it's not just about throwing a line in the water and a fish just jumping on it.
2: <laughs> Sometimes it's better to be lucky than to be good. <laughs>
1: Well I rather be good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna be at the Catmasters in Kansas by chance, Leslie?
1: I'm gonna be at all of them because I oh, did okay. the interview portions for them. Okay. okay. So yeah, I, I will be at all of them. I'm next on this on the schedule will be in Helena, Arkansas.
0: Okay. Because the yep. Kansas the Kansas one, if I mean it's in October, so we'll see. Um, we might be able to get down there if we can.
1: September, October, yeah, it's the twenty second and twenty
0: third. Yeah, if if we can, we'll we'll see if we can swing by down there. Um, it's a it's and about Melford,
1: Mil- five- right? Milford. Yeah,
0: it's about five five hours. We might have to beep that out. Sorry, we we have a uh no no Lake <laughs> Day
1: on our podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I, I love that place though i'm always down to go down yeah there. we we can talk about it but we'll, we'll beat that that lake name out but no he this this guy loves that place he goes down there multiple times a year it's yeah, five, if five you
1: guys go definitely um let me know and we could probably even set up like a short podcast after this captain's meeting or something
0: yeah that'd be cool it'd be super fun and then um i can just you know tell the wife yeah it's it's for side work and, you know, I got, I, I, I got to do some recon work, some podcasts on there.
1: So many anglers, though, because there's a lot of people that travel the circuit of the Cat Masters. You know, there's a lot of states that come out to fish these tournaments.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I I mean, I'm not going to lie to her, but I'm just going to be like, yeah, I got to do this for for the podcast and for work. And, you know, <laughs> worst case scenario, I got to get my kayak out there. I might, you know, I might, I might just do a little recon work for, for next year, see if I can catch a uh, you know, upgrade my, my cat. Oh, because I didn't take a picture of my last one. So she doesn't believe me. You know, that kid, I didn't <laughs> tell. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. So I caught that monster fish. So I didn't take a picture of it. So my How wife goes, Do you goes,
1: not have a picture? Do you not <laughs> have a GoPro? You need a GoPro? I don't. Or you need a fish die.
0: I, I see that was the thing. I, I don't record myself when I fish. He does. And he was kind of a little bit further away from me. And I was too excited. I didn't record. I didn't take a picture. I didn't do anything. So yeah, like he's just saying, my wife goes, shit you didn't catch shit i didn't see a picture of it i go yeah, damn man pics, didn't. pics oh, not, it didn't happen
1: do you not have a modern day cell phone
0: oh, okay <laughs> so i did so i put it away because i lost my cell phone when i went ice fishing this past year so my cell phone goes into a, a, a locked location it's kind of far away i was just like i was just too excited at that point i was just like yes i, I but I, I didn't even think about it but no i didn't get a picture of it so everybody's like yeah right Bullshit. Man, nobody, no witnesses. Yeah. No yeah. witnesses. Whatever. This he was next to me.
1: I don't even know if I believe you now. Like <laughs> no pictures. Do it. How convenient. T- <laughs> All
0: right. All right.
2: De- that's, de- that's why the number keeps getting bigger every time.
1: <laughs>
0: Dude, you are next to me about well, not right next to me, but you're kind of far Maybe away. Maybe like
2: 50 yards away. When
0: you saw it, man. Don't come on, man. <clears throat> 50
1: never, yards away. <laughs>
0: But yeah, no, we get an opportunity. If I get a chance, um, definitely want to go down there. Uh, I, I do I do want to see what the cats, you know, that the cat masters all but I hear about it, it's growing here. It's like getting bigger yeah. and bigger. So it's kind of cool.
1: It's growing. Um, now though, we kind of have a cap though on our tournaments. Um, so pretty much we're trying to keep it between like a hundred and hundred and fifty boats, just depending on what lake or river we're fishing on. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But cool. yeah, we're definitely, you know, trying to step up our game, and our classics is going to be um, interesting because we're trying to take a different approach, kind of like mimic it after the Bass Masters, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to be having um, camera, multiple camera guys on different boats. Um, so just trying to step up our game with that.
0: That'd be pretty cool. Um, so your location. Where you live now, because you live in Pennsylvania, right? Northeast. Okay. So I
1: live in central PA.
0: Okay. So we're just talking, we're like, you, do you catch a lot of um, blues up there? uh, And and like, are they huge or or do you have to travel or where are you catching? Uh,
1: So where I live in central Pennsylvania, it mainly would be the Susquehanna and we have channels in the Susquehanna and um, flatheads. Um, but in order to catch blues, we go to the Potomac. That would be the closest place that we'd go to. And that's about two hours from here.
2: That's not bad. That isn't terrible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. And it's beautiful. I mean, when we fish, we fish, um, around Georgetown and the whole DC area. So the backdrops are gorgeous. Mm. And it's funny because when we fish, I mean, you have Georgetown right there. So you have all the collegiate rowing teams. And they're all out there and you're catching these huge monsters. And they're just like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. How, yeah. how big How big do the channels and the flatheads get, get out there in your area?
1: The channels, I would say not that big. My biggest around here has been 18 pounds. Um, and that was like a pretty big size for here. And then the flatheads, I think our state record. Do you know what our state record is? 52 is our state record right now.
0: Okay. Thank you for joining us at uh, Beerfish beer fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by whisker seeker tackle.
2: So make sure you guys go to WhiskerSeeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode guys. That's um,
0: our channels. Don't get that
2: big. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, so, I mean, it's just, it's,
0: it's, uh, I mean, our flatheads can get to there. I, I've seen um, flatheads get pretty big here in, in central Iowa, but yeah, our channels double digits is very, very rare. So. The
1: thing with um the Susquehanna River, it get it's really rocky. It's a real rocky river, and the water can get like three inches. So, wow. Deep. Yeah, uh,
2: a a channel cat over ten pounds in Iowa. That's a big channel cat.
1: Oh, yeah. really? Yeah,
2: 100%. but uh, but our our um, I think our state record for. Flathead is eighty-one pounds.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, I didn't know you guys are from Iowa though either. So wait, twist. I think Twisted Catfish is out there. Like yeah. that's the main tournament series out there.
2: We catfish. just had we just had a local one. I think it's called the the Midwest yeah, the Midwest Catfish something. It's like the dam to dam. We got like two main reservoirs. Okay. That, that yeah, there's a, like a local circuit here.
1: And that was all um, kayak catfishing?
2: Uh, boat. It was an overnight tournament, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was just this past weekend.
1: Yeah, a lot of, well, our local tournaments, they do have them overnight. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the cat masters, it's all during the day. And it's two-day tournaments.
0: Right. Gotcha. Right.
1: Yeah. I love fishing at night, though. I think it's so relaxing. It's so fun. And you know what? Especially if you have a recreational lake. You get all the, um, what are those sea, sea doogies? <laughs> pleasure boaters.
2: Pleasure, yeah, boaters. The no, pleasure jet, boaters. Those jet skis, right? Jet, jet skis, skis and sea doogies. Okay. That's
1: what they're called. Like sea doogies. <laughs> Did you just say
0: sea? She just says sea doogies, man. What the hell sea <laughs> That's awesome. Drinking on that one, Leslie. Sea doogies.
1: <laughs> yeah, those people, you get them out of the water, right? When you're coming in, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now you don't got to worry about those people. Yeah, we don't get that here.
0: But you know, see, that was a, what, what got you into night fishing? I mean, because um, we, I, we only night fish because we go to a, a specific lake that we, we have good luck at night. But most of the time, like around here locally, night fishing is not a thing because it's just um, the bite's just not there. So, what, what got you into night fishing?
1: So, because i f- I had to work eight to four, <laughs> I had an eight to four, you know, federal job, mm-hmm. and I had no other option but to fish at nighttime. Okay. And it just so happens that I happen to live on the Susquehanna, which is predominantly big um, flathead. So that's what got me into night fishing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man, they go up there, Kit. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, it's good bass fishing and good um good cat fishing. I don't know. I heard it's really um good for a walleye also and muskie, but I haven't tried either. Again, mm-hmm. I don't. If I commit, I have to buy all the gear and then. <laughs> <laughs> well, not,
0: no, not necessary. Okay, so when it comes to bass fishing, me and this guy, we're not huge into the uh, the green carp. Um, we're we fish for like stripe hybrid striped bass, and we fish for mm-hmm. white bass. But when it comes to largemouth, it's just nah. It's kind of it's an accidental catch for us.
1: We have smallies here. Ooh. We have smallmouth, and at the biggest smallmouth I caught a really nice five pounds smallmouth, and that was really cool. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm I guess I'm lucky. I'm one of those lucky fishing people. <laughs>
0: But you should try the, the walleyes. I heard actually walleyes are pretty decent in your area.
2: So
1: Yeah, I caught a baby once. <laughs> I thought it was a bass, and then I opened its mouth and realized it wasn't.
2: <laughs> do, you, do you eat fish at all?
1: I do. I love eating fish. I don't okay. eat anything out of my river, though, because... <laughs> no, because we have Three Mile Island, and that's a nuclear power plant.
0: Yeah,
2: that's um, smart.
1: So I'm not eating anything out of here. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. I was gonna say like walleye's is pretty good eating if you're if you're gonna eat you know fish yeah. from yeah, your I area.
1: Love, I love eating fish, but I mainly yeah. go elsewhere to eat it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Nuclear. I'm also a
1: big like foodie person, so I like really good restaurants that will cook my fish and okay. fly it in from different places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right you're gonna to have to come to iowa once come fishing with us and we'll, we'll take you to some foodie places. i've
1: been to iowa but i haven't done fishing or anything i went there um for a short period because i also had um another one of my adventures was waterfowl hunting and i did waterfowl hunting um mm. in illinois okay so
0: all right. Well, let us know yeah. if, if you ever get a chance to get out in this area. We'll, we'll take you. We'll take you fishing and we'll also take you to some amazing restaurants if you're a foodie.
1: Oh, I love foodie. I don't know. Do they have amazing restaurants in Iowa? <laughs> Dude,
2: uh, come uh, on. They might, uh, <laughs> depends on what your standards are. When
1: I was there, my friend took me to a wing place and they had really good wings, but <laughs> I didn't see that they had good restaurants.
0: <laughs> All right. We're gonna. All right. That's that's a challenge. Now you're you're you and your husband's going to have to come here and then I'll, we'll have to take you to a nice restaurant now. A couple of them.
2: Don't worry.
1: And then when you come here, you'll see like a real restaurant. And you'll be like, damn.
2: <laughs> like, oh, this is what a nice restaurant is. huh?
1: No, I laugh because the restaurant, the one like really nice restaurant that I like to go to. They print their menus every day based on the fish that they fly in.
2: So. Must be nice. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that, that, might, that might be beyond Iowa fancy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's, yeah that's beyond Iowa fancy or I, Iowa budget.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, is, does it get cold enough to ice fish in, uh, in your area?
1: Um, I think up north it might, like in mm-hmm. northern PA, but I've never ice fished before. That's something that I really, really want to do. And my husband refuses to do. <laughs> Not that I need him to go with me, but just like it would help. Like, I don't know, entice him.
0: Okay. So <laughs> see, that's another reason why you had to come to Iowa now in the winter. I want
1: to go ice fishing, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, we. But we... I,
1: I want to rug it out. I want to do like a rug it out experience. And then I want like, is there like, you know how there's camping and glamping? there's oh, yeah. There's yeah. the same thing for ice fishing, too. No.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you come with us, I mean, I would say we it's probably glamping kit, right? Glamping ice fishing. Because, oh. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> so what do, what do you consider roughing it? Ice fishing. You, you, roughing it means you take a hand. To me, that means you take a hand auger and you take a fishing rod. Yeah, and like that's you don't it. have
1: a tent or anything. No, okay. like heating heating unit or like anything like that. That's no. roughing okay
0: no we have all you're gonna be glamping
2: ice fishing with
0: us if that's the case
2: well when i think of glamping for ice fishing i'm thinking like an ice castle you got you got got a camera you got a sofa you got like you're sitting next to a hole. true True. got a kitchen that's glamping for ice fishing for me i mean having having like a like a fabric tent that's nice. I think I would not call that a glamour we're, we're, we're the in between.
0: We're we're there's yeah. a far yeah, the far this way and the far this way we're right yeah. in between. I I would say.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're not the RV ice fishermen. Not we're not that fancy. No. Sorry.
1: No. No, uh, when I first do it I want to do it right.
2: <laughs> not
1: yeah. right as in like I want to rough it out first and get my hands dirty and free we're going
0: to do it again. <laughs> we, we can do that. Don't worry. I mean, if you really want that experience, it it, it, it it can get rough here in Iowa. It can get pretty damn cold. So yeah. Um, But I, you know what? That's one thing I haven't caught through the ice yet, is the catfish. This guy has multiple times. Right. And yes. I have never caught an ice or a, a catfish through the ice. I, I tried last year. Um, I didn't try very hard. <laughs> I should have tried a little bit harder. I just didn't go out as, is often right. i should have to go for them um but you're yeah gonna
1: be beyond that thermic layer of like water though and you're gonna have to be like almost right on top of their <laughs> why are you laughing at me oh, no. it was
0: just it was just weird sorry it's, uh... my mind just went bad that's all <laughs>
1: And they're, they're gonna, they're not gonna be traveling as far, they're gonna like try to conserve their energy in the cold. So, yeah, it's True. a
2: fe- it's feast or famine with catfish through the ice, and
1: like, then, yeah, and then what are you trying to catch them with?
2: I can use cut bait, cut bait, yeah,
1: cut bait's gonna be the best, yeah. Fish with I, them.
2: I didn't have luck. but he
0: did, he, he has, and I don't know how did you do last this past year, Kit? They're nice for catfish.
2: Uh last year sucked. Yeah. I can't lie. <laughs> See, so it wasn't just me then. I didn't feel so bad then, but but well, like the- I'm
1: gonna show up and be like, boys, we're gonna need a bigger hole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope so. That would be awesome. But the the previous year though, he he did really, really, really well on, on catfish through the ice. And I was just like, Yeah, that was fun.
2: Got me excited, and then I didn't catch shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had it all figured out <clears throat> two seasons ago. I was like, all right. Next season comes. I'm, I know exactly what I'm doing. Man, it it was rough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you you were probably like in on top of one of their holes or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, like they like you were saying, they kind of hold in areas. So right. once you find them, you can just like boom, boom, boom. But yeah, finding them that's the hard part, and it's not like open water fishing where you just cast in different areas. You right. actually have to go to those spots, drill your holes, drop down.
1: Well, you Just- know what, Val? That's where you do your recon pre like before the season and say, okay, when this freezes up, this is where they're probably going to hold or find the holes beforehand and then mark them on your little fish finder and then go dig them afterwards.
2: That's true. I do That's have true. a kayak with the yeah. sodar and stuff. <laughs> All right, Kit.
0: That's your job. You, you, you got you got two months man
1: and that's your mission
2: <laughs> that's your mission go find a spot
1: should you choose to accept it
2: <laughs> if it means i can catch catfish through the ice this season then yeah i'll do it
1: I mean, that's how i would approach it i don't know
2: all right kip <laughs> jot it down man yeah you you're so, the map all right all right got it i'm on it but anyways so did your husband was your husband a fisherman before you got into it, or you guys—you guys both just jumped into it at the same time?
1: Um, he pretty much grew up um, hunting. His dad owned a hunting um, sporting goods store, so he grew up hunting a lot. Um, he did probably some fishing. Troy, did you fish beforehand? Just a little, not even a lot. Now mm. we pretty much taught ourselves how to catfish.
2: Okay. Cool. Well What was his reaction when you're like, "I want to go fishing"? Was he like, "Yes"? <laughs> uh,
1: I don't even know. I don't even know what his reaction was. <laughs> now he's probably like kicking himself in the ass because now I'm expensive, but I don't buy shoes and purses. I buy like reels and rods and all that other <laughs> that rifles. Could get, and <laughs> that
0: could get really just as bad. It's actually his worse.
1: Thing, when I started like doing the whole outdoor scene, he told me that he would buy my first of everything so he bought like my first deer rifle, my first bow. But after that, I have to fund my own, my own addictions.
0: <laughs> Man, that's so true, dude. It's like, no, um, I, I want to get my wife more into fishing because uh, her whole family, all her brothers, I mean, they're really into, you know, fishing. Uh, But that's one thing I'd be like, okay, if I get her into it. She's gonna re- like you just said. It gets it can get really pricey, and all the things that I know she's she's gonna want. It's just like oh boy. But
1: will your wife go by herself? Is the is the next question? Oh
0: heck no, she's see
1: because I go by myself. Like I'm like, <laughs> hard to be you if you have to work. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would be awesome, but now nah, she's just like, nope. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta. I have to do every, the up, everything, and.
1: Well, initially, yeah, like my husband, his nickname is Sherpa because he carries all my shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, if I don't have him, it's okay. I'm still going (laughs) to (laughs) go.
0: So funny. Uh, Now, I I wanted to ask you a little bit more about. um, So when you the PTSD thing. Mm -hmm. So how does fishing help? you or any other you know veterans who are suffering from that i mean how how why was that something that helped you i guess you can say
1: um so the the closest way that i can explain it to people is especially if you've been deployed to let's say iraq Mm -hmm. um you're kind of like on hyper alert and your brain's always like you know head on swivel type of thing 24 7 Mm -hmm. Um, and then you come back home and all that goes away but you don't really have an off switch to like just shut it off and say okay we're back you don't have to think that way anymore and i found that when i went fishing um a lot of my guard i dropped my guard down a lot because it's um just relaxing being in the water there's not that much traffic especially if you're not on a recreational lake fishing hunting you know you're kind of out there with nature which in itself is peaceful just for regular people And then on top of it, I'm throwing something in like a task of fishing that I'm concentrating on this one thing. And I don't know, just something in my brain clicked for me. Mm. Uh, I like to tell people it's not always gonna be fishing or hunting, but the important thing for me is that veterans are getting outdoors and trying to like find that hobby that works for them and that something that clicks for them, which for me just happened to be fishing and hunting.
0: Hmm. makes sense i mean it was kind of cool because i think um fishing kit just did a uh i think it was in was it yeah this past ice season right kit you did with um was it arley
2: oh yeah um there was a local group i i can't take any credit for it no. because he they're the ones that put it together but they put together this um ice fishing event for veterans so mm-hmm. they just gathered up uh I wouldn't even say local veterans because two veterans from Texas never seen snow before. They came up to ice
1: fish. Awesome.
2: Yeah, and because because Kit
0: did a video for his YouTube channel, and he he actually got a chance to go, so uh, it was really kind of cool. Um, just to kind of see them just be involved in everything on that. So that's why I was just wondering, like,
1: yeah, and another thing is like, you don't have to be deployed or have PTSD. Um, One statistic that I like to highlight is in 2017. The statistics showed that 42% of um, military members that committed suicide had never even deployed anywhere. Hmm. So that that's a pretty big number. And a lot of it is just the stressors of getting out of the military and then losing that camaraderie, losing that support system that you're used to, and then throwing yourself into a civilian, um, workplace or just having financial stressors, not having that, um, support system that you had with people that understood you in the military. So I I love that you guys did that with the ice fishing, because that's something that I like to also just, um put different veterans together because i feel like no matter what even if you don't know each other there's something about veterans that we always can relate to each other and it almost feels like we've known each other forever so it's it's awesome that you guys did that
2: yeah i think uh joe was uh one of the best that came out from texas and he was talking about you know events like that are so important for like yeah. veterans because <clears throat> civilian life is like yeah it, there's for a lot of the veterans, it's hard for them to adjust. But then like little events like 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 that, like that ice fishing event, you know, it just gets them together. It just gives them like a little boost.
1: Yeah, like a recharge. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, especially when you have, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a spouse that served in the military. So I can kind of like have him to understand what I'm going through at times or even what he might go through at times. But um, I can just imagine how much more difficult it would be if your spouse wasn't in the military. So, yeah, definitely events like that, you know, um, give you that little recharge. I always like um, recently when I'm, we've been doing our events, I like to do um, kind of like a buddy system where I say, OK, we'll bring another veteran with you to the event. That way, you know, somebody. But then you form a different friendship with other various veterans that are there as well.
0: What would you say is the biggest challenge right now for whether it's for, I know I, I've, okay. So I work for a hospital, like just a, I wouldn't say hospital, but like a health system. And I kind of know how the way the VA hospital system is kind of set up and everything, but I'm just curious, like, what would you say is like the, the biggest challenge um, veterans have uh, in regards to getting help or whatever they may need but what's the biggest challenge that they have you would say that a lot of people don't know about
1: um i think it's starting to be more acceptable but a lot of it for me personally was mental health um getting past that struggle of saying okay i need help and it's okay that if i have to be put on meds just to get me through it it's okay that i might need to seek counseling or talk to a therapist um but another thing that I've, I had a really hard time with was using the VA and having to go through five or six different therapists till I found one that clicked with me and that I felt comfortable enough um, to um, work through all my issues and all my triggers with. Because at first, I mean, I, I went through therapists that I hated and then I wouldn't go back to the VA. Um, and I'd be like, okay, well, this is just making it worse. This is just creating more anxiety for me. Um, so I'm not going to go back. I mean, it took me a good 10 years mm. to work my way through the mental health system and the VA. And fortunately enough, I, I did finally find a therapist that helped me, um, and what I needed and that I felt comfortable with this. And it was a huge game changer. Once you can figure out, um, Your triggers. And once you can have that aid of a professional helping you, it's, it's a game changer. I would say that most of it is through my personal experience, mental health and having a better way of finding veterans, the help that they need, but also finding the proper caregivers um, and therapists also to put, put them together with the, the veteran.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. no i just you know coming from somebody you know i mean fishing kid and myself you know we we don't know any of this so it's kind of like it's it's educational to us just to kind of understand where you guys are coming from in a sense because you know you guys serve our country so you know in in a way we're just like i just want to know more and more and more i I mean i listen to a lot of podcasts and just hearing stuff and it's just like it's just it's interesting and educational to me just to see what a lot of you know service members go through and just and i was just wondering you know like i say like the biggest challenge and i think you're spot on in regards to saying it's the mental aspect that you know that needs to be addressed in a sense more and more
1: we have now the millennials where we're we're in a period of our lives where there has been no war for like several years, you know, we're way past nine 11. Mm -hmm. So you're getting into that area where you have a lot of college students that can't relate. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. also a struggle. I didn't have that. I, I I went to college when I was in college, nine 11 happened. And right after I went straight into the military. So I grew up in a time and I served in a time where it was, Patriotic and everybody like loved you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, if you no. were in the
1: military, everybody loved you. You know, I got a caravan escort when I came back from Iraq. So
0: yeah, no, it's a little bit different right now. Like you said, it's yeah. a, it's like a new generation that has no idea.
1: Yeah, it's the woke generation. The woke.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, get this guy going on the woke generation. He loves it.
1: <laughs> I love wow. it. like it. Right?
2: I don't think uh this is the platform for the for, for that kind of for <laughs> for that kind of discussion yeah
1: <laughs> Fish have feelings too okay
2: <laughs> love it love it uh but no
0: it is awesome uh having you you know create your foundation and everything it's, it's really cool um to see you guys you know doing that to help you know the veterans and everything so um, i mean it
1: also helps me i uh, yes there I'm you go to help- veterans but a huge part of it is helping me <laughs> try to stay stay in the straight and narrow so
0: and, and i tell everybody you know the the greatest stress reliever is go fishing man I, I you know what i mean i had like i said i have four kids that are freaking eight and under the greatest relief for me is like yeah, i can go fishing and then even on top of that if i can take them fishing with me so yeah. to me
1: well, I have a 13-year-old and a 4-year-old, and the 13-year-old does not like fishing. He is not an outdoor kid. He does not like being dirty or anything like that. The 4-year-old, I, he loves fishing with me. He picks out, if I like, take him trout fishing, he'll pick out the mealworms. He does everything.
0: Well, there, yeah. you, you'll have a fishing buddy for the rest <laughs> of your life that's it's and 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 that's that was my goal hopefully one of the four <laughs> one of yeah. them right that's why i told keigo i hope hopefully one of these darn four is gonna want to be my fishing <laughs> buddy so i can have an excuse like all right i gotta take her fishing because she wants to go even though right. i want to go
2: but you know I mean? so i gotta have one of the i gotta have and one you
1: have to have a camera person so they can take the picture oh here
2: we go Yes. oh uh, yeah so you prove your catches Oh yes.
1: man,
0: <laughs> I'm never gonna live that down. I so that just like I said, that just means I gotta go back down there to Kansas and upgrade my PB so that I can really take a real picture and say, See, right. this is number two. Fool, you know what
1: I always say though? I always tell because I like hunting too, but I tell people like hunting, you can set up a trail cam, you can take pictures of the buck you're after, you know, if you miss it. Okay. You miss it, but you saw it. You can like, hope it comes back. You know, you saw, you know what you're after with fishing. If, a, if a fish breaks and get off the, and oh. breaks off the line it's so traumatic, like you don't know, you're never going to know what that fish really looked like, how big it really was, you know? And then if you catch another fish, you're not, you're not going to know, is that the one that got away or was it, was it bigger? you know
0: like you're you're speaking to you
1: off that night yeah
0: you're, you're speaking to every fisherman right now they're like damn it geez. this
1: is why pictures are important
0: right. hey all right learn my.
1: see you're gonna have your picture of your um kayak next time it's gonna have those freaking like fish eyes everywhere they're gonna have all different angles <laughs>
0: that's what he's yeah. got
1: yeah i, I mean you're gonna I- have a drone like following you <laughs>
0: All right, that's a good idea i'm gonna lie but yeah, just
2: just get one just get one gopro that's, that's it that's all you need one gopro
0: all right i might i might have to do that guys
2: <laughs> uh
0: but um no nah, it, it's you know it's just okay i'm 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 gonna sacrifice i'm gonna have to get one gopro because now it, like i just said everybody's like man you didn't catch shit dude no way we don't believe you.
1: You got to tell your wife. You got to be like, you see, hun. like, you don't believe me. I'm just going to have to do this because <laughs> this is the only way that you're going to believe me.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Here we go. Here we Unless
1: go. you have a birthday coming up then tell her to buy you one.
0: <laughs> no, we went down on my birthday. That was a thing.
1: <laughs> oh, that was your birthday present. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, it was. It was my birthday present. The pink slip to go. That's oh,
1: where? <laughs> what happened? Where's the thingy?
0: oh hello? hello yep hello we can hear you oh man um but yeah we've been uh no this is so awesome that just to have you on leslie um and just you know the information and the stories you bring i i i love talking to people new people in regards to their fishing stories their life you know how they got into fishing is pretty cool and everything so it's awesome to have you
2: on um you got anything else for okay um uh I guess first off, I just want to say, you know, thank you. Thank you to your husband, you know, all service members, you know, for their service. But uh if if our audience wants to get a hold of you, like if whether that's for your nonprofit or just want to follow you on Instagram or whatever, where can they go? You know, how how can they contact you?
1: Yeah, so my Instagram's really easy. It's just my name, Leslie underscore Vandrew. And then same thing for my Facebook. And then we both, we have our nonprofit page, which is Heroes Outdoor Therapy, same on Instagram and Facebook. And then my trail, um, cat masters, it's the cat masters. (laughs) I do have a tip for you guys before um, we get off here, since I, you are cat fishermen and I happen to have one right on top. So I'm sure you guys have heard of Livingston lures, Livingston, Livingston. All right. Nope. Oh, wait. So you actually probably haven't because you don't bass fish. Well, these are bass fishing lures, right?
0: Okay. They, oh, normally it's st-
1: have, they normally have trouble hooks. Okay. So what we do is take my husband and I came up with this rig and we take the trouble hooks off of them and then they have um, points of contact so that when the contacts hit the water, oh, I think we lost Grandy. No, no, so we, I'm,
0: I'm good. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: So that when they lose water, they actually emit emit, um, sound. So like this one would like simulate a shad in the water and vibrate at the same time. So it's basically like a fish in distress. And we've been using these, um, to catch our, our, um, trophy catfish so huh. kind of like on a rig like this, we use these as floats. That's why we take off the hooks. Okay. And then on this, well, we, we would put our hook okay, also yeah. what we'll kind of what um size hooks are you guys using or like do you eight. circle hooks? Um yeah. uh,
2: I was I was when we were in Kansas, I was using 10 aught circle hooks. And okay. I so eight, I use
1: yeah, I use nine aught hooks. I use these actually. My husband has them. <laughs> we randomly have guns and hooks and everything, <laughs> and everything Yeah, these are the ones we use. And these are okay. not the okay. nocturnal pig stickers, that's what they're called. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, I've seen those. I I know a guy that uses them. He uh he shows them on his
1: YouTube,
2: out in in Illinois, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I would um use these guys, and it's me also. They actually have this one is specific to our nonprofit. So every um a dollar of everyone sold goes to our nonprofit. Okay.
2: Awesome.
1: But yeah. I'm gonna have to send you guys like rigs and like give you tips because I want you guys catching these trophy fish. All right, well,
2: normally I just use the uh, Santi Cooper rig with the with right. the float on there. Uh-huh. So that mm-hmm. that's kind of like um, I think there's like it, a big there's yeah. a big big name brand one like Demon Dragons or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, so it's basically like the Demon Dragons. The only thing is different is that these are electronic, and they actually emit um, like. Chad, um, Chad sounds are different sounds of fish, okay. yeah.
2: That's that's getting fancy, right? I know <laughs> that's going cool. next level, okay.
1: And they light up too. I don't oh, know. wow! Wow, some of them light up, yeah.
0: Interesting, <laughs> okay. awesome. Hey, thank you, Leslie. I ran to gonna look into that. Kid. My
1: husband and I have had that rig like kept a secret for years. And then one of our friends wanted us, to, he ha- he's a, um, he hunts and he has a show and he wanted us to take him um, catfishing and mm-hmm. do an episode. And I'm like, okay, you realize like people are going to see our rigs and everything. So we teamed up with Livingston. Um, we got a hold of them and we we're like, hey, we've been using these. We take the hooks off and everything. So now they're on board and they've been working with us um, with doing them for catfishing also.
2: Oh, okay. awesome. that's pretty cool. So literally
1: yeah. introduced those um rigs probably like less than four or five months ago. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty we cool. Let our little secret out of the bag.
0: <laughs> we, don't worry, we can edit that part out and just save it for oh, us.
1: No. It's, on, it's, on, <laughs> it's on a YouTube episode now, and we've told everybody. Oh, so sorry. it's all good.
0: <laughs> cool, cool. Uh but no, no you know what? This uh been so much fun. Thank you so much, Leslie. And, and like yeah, fishing course. kit. Like Fishing kit said, you know, thank you and your husband for your guys' service. Um, I, I really do appreciate everything because um, to me, I mean, I never take where I live and what I have for granted. And then, like I said, having you guys, um, you know, be a part of, you know, the service for America, to me, it's awesome. It's badass. So yeah. uh, thank well, you so I- much.
1: I appreciate the support and I appreciate you guys, even though you didn't take credit for it, just going out there and helping with veteran events that you guys. And this guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
0: And we will, and we will. And and I told fishing kit this year during the ice season, we're definitely going to do it again. And uh, I'm definitely going to be a part of it. So super excited for that. And like I said, I just like, just to have you on and have you be a badass catfisher, you know, woman, men, when I don't know, fat, fishermen, when women, you, I don't know. <laughs> but a, obviously, you catch way bigger fish than me, trophy fish than me. Um, but I, I'm going to have to take a picture in the next one I do so I can at least show you and say, I, I have a camera. That's <laughs> so proof.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to you guys doing your recon so that you can um invite me out. Ice fishing.
0: <laughs> All right. We will. We will. Definitely. Anytime you're more than welcome to come to Iowa. So, uh, but, you know, other than that, thank you so much for just your time and the stories and everything, Leslie.
2: Appreciate your time.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much.
2: All right. Thank you.
1: Right, have a good night.
2: Yeah, you too.